Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. In the high-stakes world of international finance, there are many ways to trip and fall, and it's those who manage to avoid those pitfalls who reap the biggest benefits. And since we're talking about a man named Paris Shah here, you can guess he's the one who tripped. Shah worked for Citigroup as an international bond trader in their London office and was apparently doing quite well, pulling in a seven-figure salary for his work, which was clearly generating hundreds of millions for the company. But it all came crashing down in January when the man in charge of high-yield credit trading for Europe, the Middle East, and Africa was forced to leave after he was caught stealing food from the cafeteria. <laughs> no matter how much you have, Cliff, yep. you always want more. Yes. And you want it for free. I like the uh, start of that, Cliff. It was, it just threw me off, that whole story, when you the, the, talked the, about... The high-stakes world of international... Fun. That yeah. kind of was... I kind of wanted that to sound like a, the beginning of a James Bond film. It did kind of sound that way. <laughs> well, I don't know what's going on, Cliff. I've yeah. kind of got on a different pullover this morning. A different pullover. And if you can okay. notice how extremely large the collar is on here. Yeah. It's, it's like I got two mud flaps hanging <laughs> off of me. I feel like there's mud flaps right below my jawline this morning here on the Morning Road Show. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Well, Cliff, I read this morning yeah. that Lucasfilm is confirming yeah. mm-hmm. that Harrison Ford is going to be in their next Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> okay. And when it comes out, yeah. Harrison Ford yeah. will be 79 years old. Wow. Still playing Indiana Jones. Okay. In this episode of the movie, mm-hmm. the ancient artifact that everybody's trying to find... Is actually Harrison Ford. Exactly right, Yes. <laughs> There was a time when Austin Ryder had to clean out his locker at work and leave, an unemployed man. And you gotta wonder if he thought he'd never get to do what he loved to do ever again. Ryder grew up in the locker room and on the football field, but didn't end up with much of a pedigree. Big guy, yeah, 6'3 and 300 pounds, but was only a two-star recruit at Lakewood Ranch High in Florida, wasn't a top prospect for college, and wound up playing for the University of South Florida. Wasn't picked for the pros until the seventh round, signing with the Washington Redskins in 2015, but was waived to the practice squad before the season ever started. He was released by the Washington Redskins in September of 2016. A few days later, signed with another NFL team and actually started for them, but tore his ACL in the first game of the year. After recovering for the rest of that season, he could only make special teams in 2017 where he played out that year as the long snapper. And after the 2017, he was cut by that team, the Cleveland Browns. Now getting from getting fired from a team that went 1-31 and over the two years he was there might make a man think he was not destined to play professional football, but that was not the case. As someone coaching in Kansas City, saw something they liked in Ryder, and he was signed for the league minimum, and by week eight in 2018, started on the offensive line. 
And on Sunday, October 10th of that year, when Ryder was on the field, the Chiefs won over the Bengals 45-10. It was the first game Ryder was in where his team won in nearly four years. And when the eventual Super Bowl champions season started this year, the man who was fired from the worst team in the league was making $5.5 million at the starting center. They say the best revenge is a life well lived, and it's hard to imagine a life better than winning the Super Bowl. I thought you were going to say... <laughs> A life better than five and a half million dollars a year. Okay, you got a point there. Yeah. yeah. Forget the forget the trophy. I want the cash. Well, today, Cliff, yes. I don't know if you know this, is Weather Person's Day. I did not know that. Yes. And it's also Shower with a Friend Day. <laughs> oh, no. I'm not making that up. Oh, I, I believe it's you. It's really Shower with a Friend Day the, and Weather Person's the, Day. Um, the, of course... When the, we don't have to combine those, do we? We don't have to shower with Ron Rhodes. That's what I was going to ask you. Oh, my God. I don't know. Because he's our usual morning <laughs> yeah, weather we, person. We here. usually get the forecast from him every morning. Yes. and <laughs> I've never really I'm spoken not, with Ron. I'm not, I have. He's a nice guy. But I'm not taking a shower with he's Ron. Not that nice, he's is not he? that nice, is he? Not that nice to shower with. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad of that, Cliff. I don't think I could be a weather person. I just really? don't think I, I don't think I'm coordinated enough. Oh, but where they stand in front of that green screen and wave their arm by looking at a monitor off to the side? I, yes, I can't yeah. look sideways, talk, and point behind me at yeah. the same time. I, yeah. I can't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. No, I'm not doing that either. <laughs> Taking a shower with Ron no, Rhodes? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Since it is Weather Person's Day, Cliff, I got to yeah. thinking about uh, some of the characters mm-hmm. that were local weather folks from years ago <laughs> yeah marcia yonke of course of course she's the, the first one that everyone will think of yeah. and lloyd Lindsay young especially he's my yeah yes. the one i would think of this is the first person that popped in my head me too because the, he used that what was he horrendous yes he was um, <laughs> and became very famous later on he went yes. to new york city and yes. was like the weatherman over there yeah and i know cliff that yeah. you know everybody's got the same weather yeah, it's on your phone. That's right. I mean, it. We we read the weather forecast here, right? And it comes in from Ron Rhodes, and there's a National Weather Service office, and you can have probably I don't know, thirteen different weather apps on your phone, but they basically all say the same thing. There's different models of forecasting and whatnot, but when it comes down to looking at the radar, everyone's looking at the same radar. <laughs> so when you have somebody yeah. like Lloyd Lindsay Young, yeah, he sticks out. It makes you pay attention That's to him because you don't know what's going to happen. Right. And so I'm thinking, Cliff, yeah. possibly yeah. the local stations might hire an elderly person <laughs> to be their weather person. An elderly to, person. Yes, to stand out okay. amongst the crowd. And they could use their physical ailments to describe the weather that you're going to have. Like, you know, yeah. my knee hurts. It's going to rain. <laughs> My back is stiff. Yeah. The temperatures will be dropping. Yeah. I have indigestion today. Uh-huh. It's going to be windy outside. <laughs> and inside, too. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> Cliff. Yes. This is inspired by one of our Facebook friends this morning. Yes. The question is, mm-hmm. what crazy thing would you put in a piñata to make it just horrible? And we've had <laughs> all kinds of different responses. Because the piñata is supposed to be full of candy. Yes. Whack it open. And everyone gets a candy shower. That's exactly right. But we've uh, had all kinds of responses. And Mm -hmm. what inspired me is one of our uh, friends posted, he would put his ex inside the (laughs) piñata. 
And I looked it up, Cliff. I thought they yeah. did it last year, and they've returned. They're doing it again this year at What's the that? San Diego Zoo. Yeah. They're running a promotion uh-huh. where they'll name a rat after your ex <laughs> and feed it to a snake. Now, it costs you $25 yeah. for them to do this. Yeah. But you get to watch a live stream of the rat. Being eaten by the snake. Being eaten by the snake. Yeah. Because there's no Valentine's Day, Cliff. Like a vengeful Valentine's Day <laughs> to put you in a good mood. I don't believe I could do that. I would feel embarrassed. There's nobody that I dislike. There might be one person okay. I dislike that much. <laughs> On second thought. There might be one. <laughs> we did said that discretion is the better part of valor, which can be interpreted as it's better to avoid a dangerous situation than to confront it. And nowhere could that be more true than in the life of crime. And you can just ask these two guys stopped by the Florida Highway Patrol in Santa Rosa County Saturday. The duo stopped for speeding on I-10, and while most people who are carrying illegal drugs would do well to not speed and to make some effort to hide said illegal drugs, these guys were going way over the speed limit and chose to put all their meth, cocaine, and fentanyl and other illegal stuff in a bag labeled on the outside, bag full of drugs. <laughs> Boy, Cliff, I feel stupid this morning. Why would you say that? I am. In particular? I've never been to Florida, but I've seen lots of pictures and lots of shows and movies with Florida, you know, depicted in it. Yeah. And those monkeys they have down there. I thought they were native to Florida until I read this story. Oh, oh, yeah. And I can't remember what part of Florida they're from, uh, but they're not native to Florida. And I thought that was kind of cool all these years that here in the United <laughs> no, States, no, we had native no. monkeys running around. And I'm not talking about no. the people that live there, the no, actual although, monkeys. Although you might think that um, <laughs> sometimes the people in Florida are monkeys. <laughs> but no, uh, there's some part of central Florida where they were introduced in the 30s, if I remember right. I don't, I don't know all the facts and figures off the top of my head, but from research in past years... They were introduced in the 30s as part of a theme park, like a tourist attraction thing. We're going to get these monkeys in from Flor- or from you know Central America or wherever they came from, and we're going to put them in this park so people will come to see them. Not realizing, of course, that monkeys really don't recognize boundaries <laughs> of a park, and so they kind of just are all over the place now in that area of Central Florida. And they've got like, I don't know, they're like herpes or something now. It could be in danger of infecting people. Monkey herpes. Monkey herpes. Well, now they're going all over the northern part of Florida. Well, they're Cliff. moving north, huh? Uh-huh. And they wow. are causing havoc in people's, uh, well, neighborhoods. They're tearing up things, yeah. as you can imagine. And they're getting yeah. up in orange tree and orange trees, and they're eating all the fruit. Yeah. And I'm thinking, do they carry? Humane monkey traps like at Rule King. Can you go across the street here, Cliff, and get a monkey get a, trap? Get a, I don't know if you can get one here at our Rural King. Maybe someone from the Rural King will call and let us know. Maybe they could order one for us. Maybe they, they could order one. Need a monkey trap If we delivered. needed a monkey trap. And what do you do with your monkey after you trap it? <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do with it? I don't know. Do you call the animal control and so I say... Got, I got some monkeys. Please pick up my monkeys. I don't know. <laughs> you see, Cliff, yes. sometimes the southern-built homes, mm-hmm. well, they basically, in the walls for insulation, yeah. they stuff last week's 
Sunday paper in there <laughs> wait, wait, I don't know without the no, inserts. No, that's not exactly. There's no, not a whole lot wait, of insulation wait, no, in there is what no, I'm getting at. Okay. I think I'm going to go with the surgery. Let's do surgery. We had a really good friend, and we're not going to mention yeah. any names, but uh, went under the knife yesterday, had some moles taking off, and everything seems to be oh, okay. okay. And good. we're uh, very happy about that. Yes. The part of his text message, though, Cliff, that yeah. threw me off was yes. when the doctor says they're going to perform the Ronco slice and dice on you to take your moles out. That might make me wonder about the quality of service I'm getting. Not everything from Ronco is horrible. Well, no. But I don't want you operating on me with the Ronco scalpel by no means. You know what I'm saying? It's just sharpened plastic. Ronco pocket fisherman scalpel or whatever. Yeah, something like that. Chopper and a hopper. Yes. When the doctor pulls the uh, yeah. tools they're using to operate on you out of their back pocket. And unfolds it. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> that's a that's bad, bad thing. Bad sign for your surgery. It's 9-11, and this is absolute pure genius, Cliff. What's pure that? genius on Olive Garden's part. Oh, so now we're going to do Olive Garden. Yes. Okay. You see, they're selling, starting on the 13th, yeah. in all of their stores, yeah. the breadstick bouquet for your special <laughs> someone. Well, I'm not making that up. Okay. They actually have the breadstick bouquet. Comes with your meal, Cliff, if you order the special lover's meal. All right. So um, I'm just guessing then you're taking your significant other to Olive Garden on to celebrate Valentine's Day. Yes. And you treat her to the breadstick bouquet. Yes. Okay. Now, I understand right, Cliff. I haven't yeah. been there in a while, but don't you get all the breadsticks and all of the yes. uh, salad I was, you want? I was going to point out that generally when you uh, order any meal, you get all of the breadsticks and salad you can eat to go with your meal. So theoretically, you could just collect breadsticks and store them under the table until you get enough to make your own bouquet. And then surprise and then her. Surprise her just by pulling it out from under the table. <laughs> Time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. Let's pretend that I just handed you a hot box of McDonald's French fries. Ooh. Boom. Yes. How long do you think it'll take for that batch of fries mm-hmm. to be in the sweet spot of goodness? How many <laughs> minutes do you have? So how long do you have basically to eat them bef- while they're at their best? Yes. Okay. I don't know. Five minutes? Ten? Something like that? Five minutes. It's five minutes. It's five minutes. Oh, That's okay. the sweet spot. Okay. Then from six to nine minutes, yeah. the fries are still they're good, but they're not at their best. Okay. And then yeah. a marked decrease in enjoyment, <laughs> like this program. I was going to say, kind of like what people experience here, about 6.06 a.m. <laughs> yes. A marked decrease in enjoyment okay. starts around, oh, minute number nine, and it's in full effect by minute number 11. You don't have much time here. No. And if you have those things in your hand for 13 minutes, yeah. well, number one, you're a slow eater. Yeah. And number two, you might as well toss them in the trash. Because <laughs> they're, just, they're just over. That's it. They're gone. You just have to let them go. And all of that, you can take to the bank. And, and so what I take from that is, if you see someone who eats all of their fries before they ever launch into their quarter pounder with cheese they're doing that for a reason don't criticize them don't do that at all no they know the secret 
to eating good french fries. And the best part of all of this, Cliff, we've all learned something, I hope, this morning <laughs> on this Take It to the Bank. Well, I'm noting a marked decrease in enjoyment since we began talking. Yes, that's, <laughs> that's where I was headed. <laughs> Quit texting and agreeing with that's him. Right. Stop it. Cliff, anything said today? Phrases of a day, Starboard number three. I'm not taking a shower with Ron Rhodes. Number two. Please pick up my monkeys. <laughs> Number one, morning roadshow phrase for today. A marked decrease in enjoyment. I knew I should not have put that in the take it to the bank. But yet I did. It, it's like our motto. <laughs> <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.